All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionball Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and featured titan for today's episode 278, all the way from beautiful South New Jersey, none other than Nick Christopher. Nick, it's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, this is going to be so great, Nick. And again, just from everything that you've done throughout your career and continue to do, I'm super excited really just to share your story, your journey yeah. and takeaways for everybody to apply and help them grow and scale their business. Agreed. Let's, uh, let's have so, some fun and see if we could help somebody out. Uh, I know it. It's going to happen. So, let, let's dive right into it, Nick. I guess starting right, with the first question, really looking at it from the standpoint of your origin story. So I always mm-hmm. like to lead it up to you know, who is Nick? Where did he come from? What got okay. him into the business and kind of where he's going today? So so let's sure. start there. So we'll go all the way back to, I think, four, 2004 or five-ish around there. Market was booming. I thought about getting my license. I didn't. I kind of hesitated on it. Okay. Looking back, I'm actually glad I hesitated because that's when real estate was very easy. You put the sign up, the house was sold. Very mm-hmm. simple. Most of those agents are gone now. So they didn't kind of develop the strategies and habits. So I got in, got my license. I was building my house at the time. My son was about to turn one and I got laid off from my full-time job. So with the flick of a switch, I became a full-time realtor. Mm. So kind of got into the, either we're going to sink or we're going to swim and I'm not going to lose this house. So it's, it was lean and mean for a few years there till we got things going and all that stuff. The market wasn't the best at that point. Um, but we persevered. We kept pushing. We built the business essentially off of door knocking, mm-hmm. expired properties. I was known in the area that if your house didn't sell, I was coming. I was coming behind you to knock on that door. And if I got in front of your face, then I was getting that appointment and I was getting that listing. So that's kind of how we built everything from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with a team at that point. Okay. Um, and I really wanted to join a team for personal reasons. I knew the agent. Okay. So the agent had actually sold my parents' house way back when, but really why I wanted to join was this is someone's biggest asset that they're probably ever, ever going to deal with. So I don't want to screw it up. That was basically the bottom line. So I jumped on a team. He was in the business for 20 plus years, 30 years. And I kind of just shadowed him until I felt comfortable enough to say, all right, this isn't for me. I'm going to form my own team. Hmm. So at that time, no one in my office had ever split from a team and formed a team. So I did that. Um, that lasted for maybe four or five years. And we brought on a couple agents who left, who came on. That fizzled. They f- formed another team from there. That that made a good run. Um, and then we actually grew leaps and bounds at that time. And then that dissolved as well. And then Essentially, from there, I basically started the Christopher Property Group so that if the team did dissolve, it was always still my team and we could bring agents on and off instead of renaming the team and trying to reinvent ourselves year in and year out. Hmm. And and Nick, I I love that you're you've gone through so much through your career and again, learned so much along the way. And I want to take it back to 2004. It was really interesting. Um, you know, that you, you had that example of kind of the sink or swim and, you know, with unfortunate nature through an occupation, you know, it it was, Hey, sink or swim, we got to go, we got to do this. What was the original thought? I mean, 
was there any level of inspiration or thought process to say, why real estate? Back then, what was it about it that really got you in in the first place? I always personally thought it was cool. Um, for lack of something better, you know, like more <laughs> profound, I guess you could say. Yeah. Thought it was neat seeing how people's houses were, what they did to their houses, things like that, and that they were going to put all their trust in you to get them from point A to point B, mm. and figure all the pitfalls out through throughout that for them. It it just blows me away. And again, there's not. We were talking about this a little bit before we, you know, went to, as we call in the green room yep. before we started going live here. And it's it's interesting because there's so many different paths. There's so many different ways to get Correct. involved in the business. And not everybody has that grand story of you know uh, when they're a little child that they're going to be you know a top no, tier real estate wasn't, professional. Wasn't room for any of this. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it just it happens in some form or fashion, which is really exciting in and of itself. But you had some really good points too at that. That time frame, interesting enough, you know, so many people going in into a, a, a vibrant and healthy market into that standpoint and not really building a business that should be from a foundation and just kind of flying by the seat of the pants because the market's good. We yeah. dealt with a similarity into nature the past few years where people got in and it was easy for them, Correct. not really understanding that. So I, I love that kind of contrast and comparison. Very fascinating to that. And you've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, Nick, which is great for people tuning in to really feel and understand your perspective into those markets as they shift. Um, it's just, it's just phenomenal. Be prepared for that. You know, it's my first listings were um, short sales asking people for price reductions, you know, all the stuff that we basically don't deal with right now. Wow. So it was, you were groomed on those hard conversations, you know. It, it, to, to me, what, what I like that though, is it's teaching you the fundamental foundations. And, and th this is probably a crude example, maybe, maybe not, but learning how to drive with a manual transmission versus learning to drive in an automatic transmission. Sure. You know, there, there are people that if they start automatic, and they try to go to manual, that's going to be really messy. Um, Correct. The, the ones who started the hard way, the manual way, it's so much easier in transition. So I really love that, that adage and example, Nick. And again, what was the thought process of, of team? So I, I think it's brilliant in nature. Anybody who's tuning in, who's newer into their career, I think it's phenomenal that you had that foresight to say, I want to learn and really hone in my skill with somebody who's been there, done that. Mm -hmm. What was your thought doing that and then again what was the thought with kind of building your own team at the so at the at that time i was at century 21 okay. um that's where i was at for 16 of the years and one of the agents there had a team and he was very successful had a very large team and he told me you know part of his marketing pitch to people is that someone's always available mm. if it's not me it's one of my other agents it's somebody that can go show the house can sit in for this can do X, Y, or Z. So you can still go on a vacation, clear free. And obviously your phone's going to be with you and stuff like that. But if they got to attend a settlement, they got to show a buyer, someone's there for you where you're not handcuffed to this business 24 hmm. seven. And that kind of opened my eyes to that. And that kind of is what also became my marketing philosophy that there's someone always available 24 seven, you've got someone here. Wow. And again, the uh, what what is the adage? Um, you can go fast alone, but far together. Correct. Uh, sort of sort of mentality. I think that having that basis and and as you're talking about it, this was kind of earlier on 
at a time, teams were a new concept. It was a solo agent sort of scenario. And then teams really started to evolve into what they are today. Uh, So what, what's the progression from, from that point, Nick? So you, you, you learned a lot along the way team built and shrunk built shrunk. Correct. Where you're at. I mean, absolutely dominating the market that you serve today and being number one and hitting all these accolades, you've learned quite a bit of the process. So I guess let's talk about the last phase before you got to where you are today and and what that looks like, what you've learned from kind of building teams and, you know, associating the individuals you work with. So that when we were number one, we were the century 21. We were the number one. um, I got number one agent for the one year then the previous year. Uh, or the year after I should say was number one team in the state. So it was, it was fantastic. But at that point I kind of felt there was time. It was time for a change. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Didn't see as much of the growth potential there and stuff like that. Wanted to get into a bigger pond with, Mm -hmm. and like I was saying off camera, like our office that I'm at now with Remax, there's 48 of us. Mm -hmm. They crushed the business. They're the number one office in the state. And I say, it's, it's an office of assassins. Okay. Like these guys do a ton, a ton of business. So mm-hmm. I wanted to grow from that because we all have a different niche. Who does this? Who does that? Who runs their business a different way? So I wanted to get into those mastermind uh, groups and say, Hey, how can I, how can I know this or that, or gain from your knowledge and stuff like that? And vice versa, they're asking me stuff. Cause again, like we said earlier, we all run these businesses a different way and which way is right, which way is wrong. I don't know, but my way works for me, your way works for you. So maybe we can implement some of those ideas, not all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm big with like social media and video stuff like that, where something like this, this is going to be huge for getting it out to the world and getting all my platforms as well for it's the more exposure, the better it's that's the name of the game. The more more eyes that can be on us, the better chance someone's going to text, call, email, whatever the case may be. Say, I got to sell my house or I got to buy this house or whatever it's going to be. Hmm. I, Nick, and I love that you're mentioning that. I'm a, I'm a marketing nerd. You know, you can wind me up on that path and I'll go all day long. But the, the idea behind taking kind of your story into transition from C21 to Remax, I mean, obviously, as we were talking about earlier, the the world is your oyster. And as you're making decisions or conscious decisions as to who you're aligning yourself with and, and, and what path you're going to go down as far as a brokerage, um, you know, it's really exciting for me to hear that you specifically chose Remax, um, big fan personally. And um, when you talk about the masterminding and just getting in those rooms or those environments with the assassins, the killers, the ones that are doing it at the highest levels, you can't help, but turning or morphing into that next killer that next assassin. so was that the main reason was it the uh the camaraderie the masterminding the higher level individual you were surrounded by was there more to your thought process a little bit of all of that mostly it was getting surrounded by these other agents that were doing a ton of business okay whether a single agent or a team um i wanted i wanted that growth like i said i kind of felt stagnant where I was at and I needed another push. Like, obviously, you know, in any, in any business, you start doing this for a while, you kind of lose your momentum a little bit, lose your motivation. So I needed a little new little kick in the pants to say, all right, let's, let's go. And let's try and take this to another level again. Wow. I I mean, the honesty and integrity out of that, Nick is huge. And, and it's so true. Anybody who's done anything at a high level, there's always plateaus, right? It happens to everybody. If you're not, 
But then depending on how long you stay at that plateau, you know, then there's room for growth or, or, or lack thereof. And, and I think the fact you identified it and then you made a decision, a lot of people, they won't be self-aware enough to realize that they've even plateaued, let alone mm-hmm. take the leap of faith to make a decision uh, that's going to better themselves, their team, their family, their community. I love it all the way through and through, Nick. This is this is huge stuff. So, you, okay, so you're at Remax, dominating the space, doing your thing, continually growing and scaling. Um, what does the future look like? I mean, where where do you see you know your 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 perfect dream sort of scenario with the team? You know, uh, with your business, what does that look like for you? Kind of in a snapshot. Moving forward, um, so we've been here eight months, I guess now. So we're now we're fully acclimated to everything. Um, we have a full-time marketing person who is my wife, who you spoke to, to kind of, she kind of is the brains obviously behind the operation. She does so all the great. social media. She gets the videos. She does all that type of stuff for us. And that's kind of really pushed us to, again, to get out of that comfort zone and grab another niche. So, and like we were talking off air is, mm-hmm. you know, if, being an agent, you have a you have to have a niche, but you also have to be educated in all the different aspects of this business be, mm. between estates, first time buyers, investors, fix and flippers, whatever buy and hold, whatever it's going to be. Um, you develop a niche, have that niche, but also be versed in all the aspects of that business. So my team, I like to say, you know, I, I don't want to classify you as a buyer's agent or this. If if you're on my team, I want you to be able to do something soup to nuts. I want you mm-hmm. to go take a listing, take a buyer, meet with an investor. You should know everything because there's going to come a day where maybe you don't need me mm-hmm. or I don't need you or whatever the case where you want to do what I do and, and start growing on your own. Mm-hmm. So for the future, I, I do like to keep the team small. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously easier to manage it for us. Um, so we have about six of us all together. Perfect world. I'd like to add probably two to three okay. um, of, again, that are looking to do in that same mindset of where we're all trying to grow. Okay. Um, same age demographic, because I feel like then we're all in that same trajectory, so to speak. We're all trying to get the same thing, trying to get some growth, uh, younger kids, stuff like that you're in sports, all that good stuff. And those are, again, be involved with your community, different things like that, that are help bring business to you again. Wow. I, I, but as you're mentioning all this, Nick, it's really exciting to hear it. And, you know, going back to your earlier thought process, and I'll kind of bring that full circle too. the importance of marketing. And, and as you're discussing, you know, different social aspects and video, I love that you're heavily involved with that because it is out of sight, out of mind sort of scenario. And in most businesses, any entrepreneur, if they look at it from that standpoint, you you can build it, but they won't necessarily come. You you have to let them know you're there and who you are. But I think deeper into that is connecting on a meaningful level because this is a people business, as you know, and, and we work with who we know, like, and trust. Uh, there is physicality and digital natures to it, which is wonderful. But what I loved you said was soup to nuts. You and your team and everybody involved knows the business in and out because it is one thing to get a bunch of attraction, right? So to Correct. attract buyers, sellers, and they all know who you are. But then when they experience that, are you the true practitioner and top tier expert? You guys Correct. easily can breathe it from the marketing aspect all the way to the actual end result, which is the buyer sell side and working with the consumer. I love it. I mean, it's it's setting the standard and the bar. This is this is why I get excited about the show in particular is meeting individuals like you this way is ultimately people need to understand that there are multiple ways to do this, but there are certain Absolutely. fundamentals 
that everybody should be implementing. Um, and I love it, Nick. I mean, everything you're saying is ringing true. Your business should be based on referral, obviously, you know, and it, obviously if a newer agent, that's going to take time to build, but I mean, most 90, 95% of my business is referral. So at this point, doing the video and the social media and all that other stuff is just trying to grow, grow that business to those people that don't know or like or trust us and get them to know, like, and trust us at this point. So we can get more referrals. <laughs> it's that, it's that flywheel effect. It's one big say. circle, right? Exactly. It's beautiful though. I mean, that's how it should be. And, and again, referral business is being the lifeblood. It speaks volumes just with the integrity and, and the stick to it the nature of what you do. So Nick, I, I want to dive into that because I think we're going down that vein too is, you know, this second question, everybody tunes into to really learn and grow and scale like the Titans have mm -hmm. and continue to. So I guess if, you know, if you could look back on your career thus far and pick or choose one or two things that you really added or implemented that you saw growth, a shift in the needle and a positive for change. What does that look like for you? What, what pieces of advice would you give to anybody tuning in uh, here today? Um, there's, I mean, there's a lot of little things and they're free. Like, so Love you it. don't have to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars on Zillow or whatever. So <laughs> coach of mine before really got me to where I'm at, um, was a huge person with a pre-listing packet. Uh -huh. it, it's so simple that it's smart. Mm. Sell yourself before you get there. So I always say to my team, I said, if that pre-listing packet's on the counter, when I get there, it's basically don't screw this up, Nick. It's, it's wow. my listing. So, and I, I got one Friday, as a matter of fact, and she said, you're the only person that delivered this. So I think like, sell yourself before you get there, tell them you're this, you're that, the other thing, you sold X amount of houses, your team does this, your office does that, we market here. First of all, it's going to cut the appointment down, number one. Number two, I feel like you don't count, like nobody wants to hear how great you are. Nobody cares. Right. They care about what you're going to do for them. So to sit there and tell them, I'm X, Y, and Z. I'm the best agent you ever saw and blah, 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 blah. Nobody cares. It's all white noise. They're going to tune you out, mm -hmm. sell yourself before you get there. Mm -hmm. Then it's cool. They're going to look at it. And now you're, you're already sold. Wow. Especially even if you're competing, like she, I was the third agent competing. She signed with me right there. So I, and I don't do the hard sales pitch. Like, so what's going to take the sign today? Do you want to sign today? Just like we wrapped up and I'm like, so you have any questions? Do you want to go over the paperwork? And they looked at each other like, yeah, let's get the paperwork started. Wow. And I don't do that hard close. It's it's not really my nature. It's again, if you want to work with me, then we're going to work together and we're going to come up with this plan to get you from point A to point B. Hmm. Nick, Another but... thing is um, handwritten cards. Okay. In, in a world where we all text and email and all that stuff, nobody writes a card. So I've got like 500 cards sitting here that pre-listing you'll get one under contract you'll get one sold you'll get one uh, at the listing appointment i've got listings where they're like you're the only person that does that it wow. again it takes two minutes to write the card mm -hmm. very simple yeah the way you're basing this though, like, i, I want to address the, the the first uh you know just massive uh pearl of wisdom there is setting the stage kind of being pretty into that i i think that so many people are rushed into certain things and they forget that it is a multitude of touch points and Great. Uh, kind of social stacking, if you will, or there's levels of credibility that associate with that. Letting people digest the the main takeaways from Nick that, mm -hmm. that matter to them. So you might right. have your list of accomplishments and longevity and, and all the, 
the value proposition that you bring. Exactly. But I, as the buyer or the seller, might only care about three of those. So exactly right. I hone in on those details. You're like, wow, I, now I already know Nick before Nick's there. And now I'm really getting to, so I've gotten over the business side of Nick. Now I, I get to get to know the personal side of Nick. And, and I think to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's really a that's secret. Your mesh. Exactly that, right. I just, I think that's huge advice. And so many people overlook that. It's it's again, how do I attract? How do I get the attention? It's okay, but you gotta you gotta actually show up. You gotta do these Correct. things in a specific way. Be prepared. I, I love that aspect. And again, but that's that's longevity. That's you yes. doing what you do to the level that you do it at exactly which you have. But I would take it to anybody who's newer into the biz. Nick is spot on. Anybody who is a seasoned pro knows exactly what Nick's talking about. Correct. So this is great. But the, the handwritten, so taking the physical from the digital, I'm a big fan. I, I mean, think about it for the last time you received a card in the mail versus gotting, you know, got something in a DM or yep. a text message. It feels different. Correct. And you're more likely to open it. always always who's not going to open that oh it's a dread and it's handwritten i mean there's ways to get around handwriting and all that stuff machines and whatnot but again i I think that it's just as simple as you know the idea of picking up the phone correct yeah i mean yeah you're not going to dial a million times if that's not your thing for cold calling but you know strategically through your sphere of influence dialing x amount of people that are in your world and your life that you just want to stay top of mind and in touch with. And it's the same thing with handwritten. I mean, the simplicity of that is beautiful. I, I think you tell me, Nick, but from my perspective, I think that a lot of times real estate professionals overcomplicate the simplistic in nature. I agree. I, I mean, and you've trained so many over the years and obviously your own accolades into that. Um, any other thoughts? This is great. You're like a gold mine. This, no, this is so good. You kind of hit the nail on the head there. There's a million different technology companies that want to take this away and do this for us and all that stuff. But that's oh, yeah. the buyer or seller doesn't hire you for that. They they hire you for you and for your expertise, not for them to get this automated email saying where we're at in the process or whatever the case may be. It's you you have to stay hands-on, whether you know you have 50 agents, 500, whatever it is, you still have to stay hands-on to these people because. You may have eight deals going, 30 deals going, but to them, it's only one deal. The only deal that matters is their house. That's it. Wow. Uh, that's huge. Nick, I, I just love this. And, and I want to take it one step further. So be, because the majority of your business, into my opinion, as it should be, is repeat and referral, is that kind of, is that you furthering setting up the stage with doing the transaction to the highest of standards? And staying top of mind, what are what are different ways that you really involve yourself with your community, with your people, uh, you know, and staying really relevant throughout all this time? Because you, you've touched so many lives and so many families. Mm-hmm. I mean, anybody out there, it's your database is important. Correct. I guess how did how does Nick take the physicality and really be present? And and any piece of advice for anybody out there trying to really take their sphere of influence up a notch? I guess. So like you said, the database is, is huge. That's the lifeblood of the whole thing. So mm-hmm. at minimum, you've got to hit them at least four to five touch points a year. Okay. okay. Um, uh, schedules, like we're we're outside of Philly. So you got Eagle calendars, Philly's calendar, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, the cheesy magnetic fridge calendar for the year. Guess what? <laughs> it's stupid, but it works. It stays on the fridge. It there goes on go. the fridge. It's, um, And then again, 
websites like Facebook, for instance, you saw one of your clients had a kid um, job promotion, their kid hit a home run, whatever. It's all right there for free and it's spitting it in your face, right in my car. Hey, congratulations on Timmy hitting a home run or whatever the case, going to college, whatever. Wow. It's people look at that and they're like, oh, they, they take notice. So, and then going back to that database and the referral, it's surrounding yourself with a good group of people, um, whether that be attorneys, home inspectors, mortgage professionals that are also going to have your back and also solidify that same level of service so that they know what they're getting when they're speaking to myself or whatever the case may be, that we're all on that same page. And that's what's, going again, going to keep everything moving forward. When I sit down across from you at a listing appointment and I say, all right, here's what we're going to do. And I've got this person and that person. And I'll get a text from sellers or buyers, I should say, years after the fact. And they're like, Nick, I know you always got a guy. I need a landscaper. I need this. I need a painter. I The guy texted me uh, two weeks ago. I sold him a house eight years ago, I think it was. And he's like, hey, you got a window person? Yeah, here you go. Tell him you're my buddy. Send oh, wow. it over. So, and But that's <laughs> how easy it is that, but you're still top of mind. Mm -hmm. So he reached out to me because he needed a referral. It goes full circle back to my database of that person's in my database who's a window company. And now everybody's happy. Everybody got a referral out of it. He got a window job out of it. I stay top of mind with my client. So little things like that that are of service to people, it's 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 a service business. It's a service industry. So having that person that can help with, you know, a punch list for maybe a home inspection or a certificate of occupancy or whatever, wow. it's easy. It's that easy to make those calls. And the people that I tell my people that I give you, I'm like, they, they work on my house. So I'm not just giving you some person off the street. Like you're, it's, they've physically have been into my house to do work for me as well. Well, and, and you, so you answered the question before I got to ask is <laughs> how do you, how does Nick vet these pros? Yeah. I, and, and, and again, that's really as a chef eating their own cooking. Exactly. That's, that's, that's what exactly right. So now they already have that trust with whoever that person may be because you already told them that they do work for you. Mm -hmm. So it's they know that they can trust them and all all that good stuff. They're going to show up. They're going to answer the phone or answer the text or whatever it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And again, it, the whole thing comes back full circle again. It shows you as the knowledge broker that you've got the resources, no matter what it is, to take care of. Uh, I, Nick, I love it. I, I, I can't thank you enough for taking all this time today and sharing all this knowledge. Uh, is there anything you want to leave the audience with? Any takeaways, any thoughts before we wrap everything up today? No, I think um, if, you know, if you're a newer agent, it's, you know, like we talked about earlier, develop a niche, find something you're comfortable with. Uh, I hate the phone, for instance. So I'm not going to be a cold caller or any of that stuff. One of the girls on my team, she's like, I could care less. I'm like, cool, call around all my listings. Have a good day. And we'll work a deal out from there. Maybe you like door knocking. Maybe you like investors. But I don't, whatever, find your niche. But again, like we said earlier, build around that same niche as well. Cause you know, you can't just have work with investors, so to speak. You have to have other aspects of business. But if that's going to be your main focus, then build on that. Go to the events with the builders and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, prospect at Lowe's or something. But get, have a niche that you feel comfortable with and then build your business around that. Uh, I, I, it's huge advice. And, and again, Nick, you, you being through so much of it and experiencing this with yourself and your production and the team, 
uh, it gives massive perspective to the audience to really apply to their business and grow it and, and pick and choose. I mean, again, it doesn't all happen overnight. And I think no. applying different aspects and, and, and really honing in on those details, picking a niche is massive and niches turn to riches as they would say. Yeah, absolutely. Advantages. Absolutely. Um, I just think it's great, but in, in turn and something that's just been massively uh, consistent throughout all the years of doing Titans and Nick, you're included into this is just the consistency Right, really showing up every day and, and having the the heart and intent to really make sure that this is happening in a big way for the people yes. that are around you. Uh, you know, there there's no there's no uh, elevator to the top. You got to take nope. the stairs. Correct. Um, I think so it's many a ton people... of hard work, and it'll knock you down a few pegs all the time. <laughs> sadly, the way it is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's it's not for the faint of heart per se. It is not. But uh, ultimately, if it were easy, everyone would do it. And, and again, correct. there's different percentiles there, Nick. And, and I, I just can't thank you enough, um, you I know, for, for really sharing it. It's just it's been incredible. I know there's massive takeaways for everybody out there. But Nick, anybody who's tuned into this episode, whether they're live with us right now or if they're listening after the fact, if they love what they heard from you and they really want to connect with you in a meaningful way, what's the best way for somebody to connect with you, to find you? Um, you could go on my either my Instagram or my business page for Facebook. Um, Google, we've got Google account, we've got YouTube, we've got TikTok. Um, you could throw my cell phone out there if they have a question. Okay. Um, yeah, absolutely. Email me, whatever. Um, questions. Perfect. It's we all started somewhere. So if you know, just it's again, it's a hard business. It's don't give up, but you gotta, like Greg said, if you don't put the work in, then there's no excuse. You, it's it's a job. It, you can't just say, oh, I want to start at 10 today. I'm I'm in this office at 8.30 every day. Like my broker who we came up together, we had a team meeting a few weeks ago and he he told the same story. He's like, I was in at 8.30 every day with him. Every day we were in the office, every single morning, opening, opening the office, not waiting for the secretary. We were the two open in the office to get things going and stuff like that. So it's, you got to put in the work. And if the more work you put in, the more successful you can be. Mm. Nobody's going to tell you you can't make whatever X, Y, or Z. I I think it's it's a it's a beautiful example of that, Nick. But and again, I keep saying this, but it's just so wonderful to hear and to experience. Is you're living this. It, it's one thing mm-hmm. to to have theory behind an an opportunity, but you're a practitioner and. Sure. Uh, living those experiences, positive and negative, and really formulating the man and the professional that you are today, it's it's amazing. And, and that's why it's just so important for everybody to tune in to understand these aspects and apply to their lives, right? It's, Correct. it's one size fits all. There, no. There's never going to be another Nick. But what I would say nope. is that I can pick and choose what I really love. That's about exactly man. right. You know, and try to and that's what I say on. to my team. I'm like, there's so much stuff out there at your fingertips on YouTube podcasts to listen to. It may be something that I take, like I send them the podcast that I listen to at the gym and I'm like, take this away, take that away. But you may not, you know, maybe Greg's like, well, I like this aspect of it. Cool. Go run with it. Oh, that's so it's good. Great. There's so much stuff out there. I, I think that kind of goes into the other thought process, Nick, which I, I love your, you're saying it is always learning, always growing, you know, it's you a- have to, in yeah. our business, you have to, it, it evolves so much and so fast. Like my lender jokes around, he's like, you remember five years ago, we had lunch or six years, whatever it is. And I told you to do video and you told me, get the F out of here. And <laughs> he's like, now you're doing all these videos and all that stuff. So again, you got to evolve. The first couple I did, I was super nervous. Uh-huh. Now I record them, send them to my wife to 
get out to wherever and i don't even proof them no more i'm like go just send them send them and and, and look there. look at it now nick live you know in front right. of the audience here flawless <laughs> I, was nervous. I was nervous i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> it didn't come out at all that way my friend it, it was just super warm inviting and again just Thank very you. tactical and, and me getting to know you as a professional and as a man but looking at it from the the tactical takeaway massive. I know the audience got a ton. I know I did too. Uh, but Nick, so I have to thank you again, but I do have to dub you're an official real estate Titan. Awesome. So th- thank that's you. a, that's a badge of honor. You can wear forever. My friend, there's no, For sure. I appreciate class. it. Greg. It's in your heart forever, my friend forever. So, uh, but seriously, Nick, thank you for your time today. It was great. Thank you. It was an honor. It was appreciative. I hope somebody took something away from it. So it was a lot of fun. Killer, killer, killer. And everybody, thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like what we're doing with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe. You do know what to do at this point, but I have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lionbolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and scale your business with leading edge digital marketing, visit lionboltmedia.com. Now we're live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. Catch everybody on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it.